Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Bray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. What's going on, West Coast Cam? Hi, Don. <laughs> so i i mean i've kind of outed you already i've made a big nice post uh, to let everybody know on facebook today obviously it's our wednesday we're recording racers and rental cars who knows what episode number this is um we're just lucky that we still have jobs doing this even though we're not getting paid and i told everybody that you're not west coast cam today you are throw up cam this is a true story i I'm not feeling very good today or for the past four days. So is this like your version of playing hurt? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But that's just how dedicated I am to this Racers and Rental Cars podcast. So I apologize if I have to go run and puke in the middle of this. But it's just what you do Well, as a marketeer. Well, and, and quite honestly with you, we probably should have talked about this off air, but I really don't want you to run and puke in the toilet somewhere. I want you to have the trash can close by because I want to let the production team be able to use that sound. That would, I mean, how more authentic of a sound can you get than Cameron throwing up in a trash can? Yeah, I almost need to be like the Ferris Bueller's Day Off where he's got the keyboard with all the sneezing and the coughing. <laughs> Absolutely not going to make it today. For sure. Well, mm-hmm. dude, uh, man, I, you know, I don't know really what to say. I've got a lot to talk about, but you know how, you know, it's always well, you like to talk a lot. So take it away. <laughs> well, especially on days when you don't feel well, right? Yeah. You do your thing. Oh, well, golly. The one thing I can say is, is that our guests for the next few weeks are all definitely individuals that can be communicated and we can have conversations with about that nice, long uh, social media viral interview, if you will, topic that uh, Susan Wade did for Competition Plus with uh, Alan Johnson's uh, business development, uh, head of business development, Tammy Powers, that they sent out through that that really did spread like wildfire. Uh, as they, and I know you're going to go straight to that. I, dude, how can you not? I mean, I just, we're marketing guys and we're business guys and obviously we're racers as well. And so anything that comes out, you know, that makes the sports business journal, uh, that's definitely another, another topic or, you know, article or research or opinion, if you will, that I want to listen to. Uh, Hey, I'm just glad I got a shout out in there, man. Yeah, Tammy did. She totally gave you a nice big shout out. Yeah. Uh, so that worked well for for you. But uh, no, we're we're definitely going to dive into little p- tidbits and pieces of that uh, that interview and that article uh, as we go out through the course of the next few weeks. Yeah. No. Heck yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, like like uh, for those of you that didn't read the article, there's a really good article on Competition Plus that uh, Susan Wade and Tammy Powers did talking about just all the struggles that, you know, some of the NHRA people are having right now, like with sponsorships and, you know, working with the sanctioning bodies and things like that, trying to get this stuff. What do they call it? They titled it the uncomfortable conversation or something like that. Uncomfortable. Let's uh, let's, come on in, sit down. Let's have an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. 
which which a lot of it's true and and I hope that a lot of people didn't didn't take it as you know Tammy bitching or Susan bitching about anything I I hope they took it in a political manner and you know took some points from it and it, at the end of the day I think all they were trying to get across is we just want to grow the sport we want to grow the industry we want to grow it, whether that's drag racing motorcycles whatever like it the automotive aftermarket like needs to there's things that need to be changed because of all the noise that there is in the world now and the way that we need to look at marketing. And I hope that people didn't take that as, well, we don't have any sponsor money out there, blah, blah, blah. We don't get to race these cars. Poor me, poor me, poor me. It's really not, it's really not the case. So. No. And I totally, I I didn't take it that way at all. Um, And it may very well be just based on the fact that, you know, I'm a marketing person uh, and I'm over here and, and I understand completely what, you know, and, and for in all rights, I'd probably agree with about 95% of everything that was said. NASCAR, NASCAR has a program and NHRA, they can say whatever they want to. We compete with NASCAR and outdoors individuals for their business. There, you know, the, that is our customer. That is, you know, who our market share, our demographics are. And if, man, it, it, it's horrible. It is horrible that we don't, you know, and I'm not condoning alcohol drinking and I'm not condoning, um, you know, cell phone usage or, but man, how do we not have these companies, but everybody exists in NASCAR, um, I I I was going to do on Nitromator and this is, you know, we're getting into drag racing specific because of that, but it's still marketing, but I was going to I deleted. I followed my own advice. I had this long-winded thought out deal and I right before I hit hit enter, I pressed delete. Um Good I re- boy. yeah, I remember back in my army days at NASCAR events it would be the Army, the Navy, the Marines, the Air Force. Every branch of service is there in the midway, spread out, obviously, not all of us together. And we're all recruiting from the same customer base. We're reaching out to, you know, the significant people in the young people's lives, uh, you know, influencers and so forth. NASCAR didn't say, okay, hey, you can, this is the only branch of services that can come over here. This is the only energy drink that can come over here. This is the only beverage that can be over here. I mean, that's, NFL doesn't do it. NBA doesn't do it. Major League Baseball doesn't do it. MLS soccer, which is basically kicking everybody's butt right now. Supercross doesn't do it. Stop it. Walmart does not alienate brands. Sam's Club doesn't alienate brands. Home Depot doesn't alienate brands. If if they can make money, they bring them through the door so the customers will come through their doors to spend money. That is exactly how we need to approach. It's like we've changed the foundation or business plan because it's NHRA drag racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think if we all collectively work as a whole instead of trying to take each other's sponsorships or, I mean, and and I'm not just saying NHRA taking team sponsorships. I'm talking teams trying to get NHRA sponsorships. I think everybody needs to work as a whole instead of just going out there and 
trying to get the low lying fruit. You know that that's that's one of the main problems, if you ask me. Well, and, and there are a couple differences for us in NHRA drag racing versus NASCAR. I am sure NASCAR did not go over to the Ally Financial people who are part of GM. Thank you very much, and said, "Hey, Mister Hendrick, step aside. We're going to bring Ally Financial in, and they're going to be the official financial company of NASCAR." I'm sure that NASCAR was involved, but they were involved from a supporting standpoint. And I, I just, I don't know, dude, how much is enough? I think we have a podcast about that. I, we do. Uh, we, we do. I don't, once again, we're horrible podcast people because we can't remember what episodes. I wish we had a production team. Uh, because we have so many now. It's because we have so many downloads and we can't remember how many. Is that are. what it is? Nice story. I'll stick with it. Uh, hey, man. Yeah. Give the people what they want. Give them what they want. I, I just. Oh, man. No, I just. Oh, I'm going to shut up. We're going to talk about. I wanted to talk about some technical stuff. I wanted to talk about some uh, product support for motorsports enthusiasts and, and do it yourselfers. And so uh, I'm not going to rant very long because that just. I could. We could go for a couple hours on on this i'm just uh it's it's upsetting it's frustrating because it's our sport we love it i i love it you love it um it's not like alan johnson is complaining alan johnson makes a lot of money in motorsports you know what i mean i mean but come on seriously we got people sitting on the sidelines and we got companies out there that we don't I'm sorry. I could care less about the official blower of NHRA. <laughs> That's not a product that I'm using on a regular basis. But I would like for Coors Light, selfless promotion. Hey, we would love to have you as the official beer of NHRA. Just saying. That would be nice. Dude, be- they, they need to get like a like a legit one. They need to like go to Canada and get like LeBlanc. Canadian, yeah, or <laughs> or uh, Kokanee or something. That would be cool. I mean, I just, uh, golly, what in the world? I or mean, like Natty, Natty Ice would be cool. They Nat- need to go to all the, the colleges and see what everybody drinks, and because everybody's poor as hell. At least I was when I was in college. Not much has changed now that I'm out of college, but um, yeah, like Natty Ice or something like that, dude. Come on, you know if we're doing that, let's go. Let's get straight down and dirty. Let's go to PBR. <laughs> I know a lot of people that drink PBR, and my best friend since high, well, since he was of age of twenty one and started <laughs> drinking, uh, he used to say he used to drink that all the time. He still does, and he's like, I, I only drink this because because it won a blue ribbon or whatever in nineteen oh three or whatever, and they wouldn't have won a freaking award if they weren't a good beer i'm like you kill me oh man look my dad my dad used to drink red white and blue baby (laughs) we we can go way back we can go way back and he used to drink leaded budweiser nice got it full strength full strength not decaf version Uh, all right well look seriously though this week we are going to talk about some stuff on the other sides or other segments of motorsports and for that 
we're gonna i'm gonna do a shameless plug i'm gonna call up one of my buddies uh who is a new partner in the world of streetway marketing and media and supporting don o'neill and our efforts over here and that is my buddy dustin at the big big box company boxo usa so let me uh see if i can get dustin on the line here get his point of view and we're going to pick his brain uh i know cam you know about this company because you're out there on the west coast and uh they are they're everywhere they're huge into off-road and and so forth so let's see if we can get get dustin on the line dustin are you there my friend yes i am what's going on d Uh, hey how's it going guys hey hey well we're just over here uh you know hammering away about marketing and sponsors and and i want you know which i know you're you're definitely involved deeply with the boxo company is that's your foray and and that's your lane of responsibility but i also wanted to talk this week because you're involved in so many different forms of motorsports that i want to know what you see different changes and so forth as you're moving through from the west coast to the east coast and through the midwest what the differences are that you see in your customer base versus some of the other toolbox companies, if you will, the big names that everybody seems to uh, have some loyalty to. But what, before we do any of that, dude, I'm going to shut up. Tell me about you and Boxo. So uh, Boxo itself, uh, we're a global brand. Um, we've been doing making tools and boxes and obviously our EVA foam for about 12 years now uh, globally. Um, we're in Australia, the UK, uh, Europe, Asia. Um, you know, we've, we've definitely, you know, we're, the brand is very big and it's well established. Um, so that's why we feel when we, when we offer, you know, lifetime warranty and a guarantee on all of our tools and our boxes, that it's something that has a good backing behind it. You know, it's not something we're not going to be, um, you know, not here next year when you're, when your tool breaks. Um, so that and we're here in the U.S. So Boxo USA is is our brand here, and uh, we get a lot of questions about that. You know, oh, are your tools made here in the U.S.? Uh, no, they are not. Our boxes and our tools are are made in Taiwan. Um, and anybody who knows global manufacturing knows that Taiwan is actually a pretty high quality uh, area to get product from. Um, nothing we make is, is sourced from China. So every, we make everything in house down to the, you know, cutting our own foam, uh, making our tools and our boxes. Um, and like I said, we've been here two years now and, um, you know, it's, you know, breaking into a market, uh, the U S market, there's definitely a lot of competition when it comes to tools. Um, so, you know, we got creative and we, we basically kind of went after, uh, off-road motorsports first and because we saw it as a huge open door um, that kind of all the other brands really haven't put any focus to um, so we've started there and now we've been working our way into all forms of racing and um, and motorsports uh, we met uh, we met you last year at the PRI and you know we you know car looks awesome your NGK uh, car and we loved all the uh, the stuff you had going on with it, how you were switching over to an LS platform. You know, that goes back to like just the regular guy and that kind of relates to what we're doing. You know, our product is is a professional feel and look, but at the regular guy price. 
so yeah that's that's kind of us you know and what we're doing and and uh yeah i mean uh no that's what's cool I'll, I'll, being a west coast guy like you know, i see this stuff all the time and what's really you know i have a lot of friends that you know race off road and you know drifting it's like honestly every time i i see uh my social media feed there's somebody i know that uh is either involved with boxo or is using boxo tools um which is really cool and you know the the younger generation i feel like you guys have a good a good platform for them too because you have unique ways of of showcasing your product like i mean just even the cool colors and stuff and the color ways that you can get in your toolboxes and stuff like that like i think that's rad and like the modern day you have to you have to do things like that instead of just oh i have this red toolbox that you know my dad had in 1940 now you can you know have anodized drawer covers and you know cool greens and you know all that stuff and then not only that the organizational skills with your guys stuff too with all your foam like i don't know if that's like a, a and you i know you touched on it a little bit but um you know you guys cut your own foam and stuff like i know a lot of people like in the drag racing side like on on the top fuel stuff like everybody makes their own their own foam because nobody does it <laughs> so and so when i saw you guys were making i'm like dude that's pretty cool like it, you know it's in and it's in generalized stuff and it makes everything look way more organized and professional which is what everybody wants to do right when they're trying to be a professional racer oh abs- absolutely the the foam itself is uh you know a lot of the guys that are ocd they're just they see it and they're just like oh my god this is the ocd guy's dream you know um absolutely guys that guys that spend an hour after uh, or a half hour at the end of the, each day when they're working just putting their tools away and having everything exactly the way they they want it that way the next day everything's where they know it is they're not scrambling looking for the looking for their tools yep and um, half the time it's it's all about presentation and yeah you know, when you have absolutely a- yeah in the racing world absolutely yeah when you're in, when you're in the pits and when you're um with any racing yeah you're you're um having the look of being organized is is really nice as well um i know they've done some case studies i'm not exactly sure of the ex- uh, exact numbers but i know that they're in shops in a 40-hour week it's a lot of technicians and mechanics wise they'll spend i don't know an hour a week or more just searching for tools so um having the tools organized and knowing where they're knowing where they should be and at the end of the day when you close up your box you know if something's missing yeah no for sure for sure i i have a question for you because i'm with i'm sure you go to sema pri all these different tool shows and you know you see a lot of stuff outside of the drag racing world yeah. how do you how do you rate the automotive aftermarket right now like do you think it's uh is it going through any sort of struggle or is it thriving? Is it oh my goodness. Dead? I, it's far, as far as what I, I see, I see it thriving and then, and read as well. Um, we, you know, I read a lot on, on, uh, from the, from the SEMA news. Uh, they put out their own kind of a newsletter and from reading that they, um, they kind of, they, you know, they do a lot of, of, uh, data logging and data uh, stuff for, for SEMA itself as a company. And they're saying right now that the, I believe it's the truck, aftermarket truck parts and Jeeps and that kind of world. And if you go to SEMA, what do you see? Trucks <laughs> and Jeeps. I mean, it's, um, 
it kind of shows where the the massive growth is right now as far as aftermarket's concerned. But I think that goes that crosses over into to any form of motorsports in my mind. Um, just like you were saying, you were talking about drifting. A uh, good friend of ours uh, of the company is the Odie Bachis. He's the Formula Formula Drift driver, uh, Falcon team guy. Yeah, I know and, Odie. We Racepack sponsors him as well. <laughs> yeah, so we're good. We're a good friends of his, and that's kind of where we started that relationship with the drift world. And um, you know, I had seen drifting before and not really gotten much into it. And now that we're we're working with some teams, oh man, it's a that is an amazing sport. They're growing. I think they're doubling their viewerships every year, which is pretty impressive. Um, like they do, were just in uh, Atlanta, and uh, they said the pro, they were talking about the Pro Two guys, which are the guys that are kind of leading up to being a, the Formula guys, and they're saying that their even their cars and their uh, competition is getting to the level almost to the Formula Drift guys. That's cool. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah I don't, I've never is. really experienced a lot of it either. You know, other than just knowing people that do it and and whatnot. But correct. Um, my, you know, my wife, like she works for McLeod, and they do a lot with drifting too. And and uh, she's like, they watch it all the time at work and stuff. And she comes home and tells me, she's, I'm like, I don't even. You, it's like you're talking Spanish to me. I, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking. She's like, oh, this guy's doing this and that. And I'm like, wow, obviously it's. It's caught her eye, so which I mean, it's they're doing something yeah. right, you know. Yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. Um, I turn it it's right now to watch it. You have to watch it on uh, either their website or YouTube live, right. and and um, the last couple of races I watched uh, at home and on the weekend, and they're on usually on the weekends. And uh, my wife started watching it with me, and she was actually got into it watching it. So <laughs> it's kind of an interesting. You can, you know, my wife's definitely not a gearhead at all. So <laughs> to get to have her interested in a form of motorsports and, and some kind of racing was actually pretty cool to uh, to see. And I, I don't know. And my dad saw it for the first time uh, last year at Long Beach, and he couldn't believe it. He was completely blown away and just like, oh my gosh, that that looks like it would be a lot of fun to do. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I got, I got, I, you can tell you get two West Coast guys in a room together. It's, oh my <laughs> God. I, I knew there was an opening when Cam brought in his Canadian wife, just saying. So, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, 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 I, come on, drifting? Yeah, it's, I need, it's crazy. The, the reach that it has right now is it's growing. It's a massively growing sport. All right, I need, I need three I need three, just three, right? Just three. <laughs> I need three adjective words, single words to describe okay. drifting. Oh my goodness. H- horsepower. Uh, I mean, the, the adrenaline of, cause they do, I don't know if you guys, or if you've watched it or not, Don, but they'll do like a chase and a follow. So they, they line them up and you do a, uh, so let's, there's a two drivers. One is a chase and one's the follow. And then they switch back to back and then they do a they have a panel of judges i believe there's three that that judge the that just that race and um and if and if it's too close to call they'll call it one more time and so then they'll make them run again um it's i don't know man it the the uh the adrenaline rush of watching it because basically the follow car is trying to crash into the lead car without without making contact 
So if that makes any sense, they're basically trying to rub doors uh, without touching. This sounds like some West Coast Demolition Derby stuff. Oh, uh, they were just in uh, Atlanta and Florida, so it's definitely uh, well, it's definitely across the nation. I mean, across the world, really. Uh, well, they do it in Japan. I mean, they do it everywhere. I believe that's where it started. Well, we were in Charlotte a few weeks ago, and they had some drifting cars at Charlotte. They had this little squared-off area, and all they were doing was creating a lot of smoke and making a lot of noise. And Okay, so... And, and I don't know, but I mean, if you come over to my house, I got like a weed eater that makes a lot of smoke and <laughs> makes a lot of noise. All right. So we can just, we can start it up. We can get a couple cold beer and oh, watch man. it, watch it make smoke and noise. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying, maybe this is one of those sports there, Cam. We were looking for a sport that, that I just don't get as a, as a 40 something year old. You know where I'm. I'm sitting back, going, man. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think more what you're talking about is what they're 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 coining out here on the West Coast is called a sideshow, and those started like up in the Bay Area where uh, the group of kind of thugs would close down an intersection, and then they would just do donuts and you know cause smoke and all that. You know, to that that doesn't really create a whole lot of uh, talent, in my opinion. Um, where you got guys, these guys, these formula drift guys have a lot of talent. They have a lot of driving talent, um, to, to do what they're doing and to, I mean, like I said, there, you'll see them on the horsepower lurching towards the car in front and then grabbing brake. So they don't collide with the guy, but creating a, uh, I guess you could say a show for, you know, for the, for the fans and for the, um, for the judges, um, and the most, the more aggressive they are, that's what gets them the higher scores is being more aggressive. All right. So here's what, here's what we want to do. All right. Cause right, <laughs> Cam, Cam, have you ever drove a drift car before? No, sir. Okay. I, I've never driven a drift car before. So I think, you know, we need to get, we need to get a couple companies that got some drift guys that they sponsor and we just like need to get together somewhere and uh, you know maybe if i drive one then maybe i'll kind of be into it i mean oh, i kind of i, I kind of felt the same way the first time i drove a truck you know through a farm field and was you know yeehawing and pulling parking brakes and <laughs> doing donuts and stuff and i was kind of into that and so maybe that's what it's going to take Hey, you know, and, and a lot of a lot of respect given to those to those guys too is they put there's a lot of uh, ingenuity and fab work and setup that goes into these cars down to just like drag racing suspension tire pressure uh, everything um, you know so it's weight distribution cooling you know how are they going to keep these things cool because they're running them on the ragged edge you know they're running them all the way up at redline so. Um, now I can you know, totally I can totally see that in the art engineering aspect, tools and so forth, uh, design work, math and science. I can totally get all that. I, I yeah, get they, that that I they, definitely they, don't need to be convinced of. And they probably think these drag race guys are just going A to B, A to B, A to B. <laughs> yeah, we know where yeah. the fi- we know where the finish line is. They, it's at yeah, the end yeah. of the racetrack. We don't have to do laps and keep passing over it, and then all of a sudden they go, "Oh, that's the finish line." I'm just saying. In our sport, tire smoking's bad. Yes, yes that is, it is for sure. 
Oh, that's for sure. Well, Dustin, tell us. Uh, let Let's start talking about Boxo and, and your guys' yeah, marketing. Absolutely. Your guys' marketing strategy. So you came in, and and you did a lot of off road type focus. What What differences can you can you kind of gather? You know, and obviously this doesn't have to be anything scientific. But what are the differences and characteristics or traits between your off road guys? that you know use boxo whether they're sponsored or they buy it whatever the case is versus like say some of the big name you know the matcos the max the snap-ons uh you know supported factory teams or drivers or, or people that purchase those what you know what can you kind of tell us a little bit about the differences in in the customer base that you guys see um i see you know the the people i think a lot of people are getting more um uh, information nowadays not people know the di- people are starting to know the difference between um you know like i said made in taiwan and made in china um you know the fact that we do have a a, a very high quality tool um and in the in the motorsports world the especially off-road these guys go out and they, let's say they have these chase trucks they have set up with tools and um they're they're in the heat of the moment so to speak so if the car if something breaks on the truck or the car or whatever they're running it has to be fixed quick um because time is everything everything's timed so to have tools organized and not bounced all over the place um so back to our foam the foam keeping the tools all organized and um and then knowing before you go to the race that you're not missing the the stupid 10 millimeter socket or whatever it is you know what uh, a seven eighths wrench or whatever you're using a lot isn't if it's not put back in its place you know it um so that's definitely something that's uh setting us apart um and down to again price point you know we're 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 definitely a fraction you know probably one third of what the mobile guys are as far as pricing um, so if, if you do lose something, it's not the end of the world. You know, you didn't lose a, uh, uh, $200 ratchet, you know, it's a $50 ratchet or $40 ratchet, you know, um, that's, that's kind of the difference too, is, is, um, you know, a lot of these team owners and for people that are making these purchases of tools and tools for race teams, they're not necessarily the ones turning the wrenches. They've got guys doing that. So, um, it's definitely a, a price point thing, um, which with racing, I think everything, uh, prices a lot is, it has to do with a lot because you have tires, fuel, entry fees, travel expenses. Um, anybody that races knows racing is definitely not cheap. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, regardless of what, it, if it's motorsports or whatever, price is a huge deal, you know, yeah, like yeah. with a lot of my students, you know, we talk about tools a lot, like, you know, cause I teach, I teach, uh, at a local community college and they, you know, a lot of these guys, they don't, they don't have the funds to go and just go over to, you know, Maco or snap on and spend $40,000 on a set of tools that they want to, you know, make a living at, you know, and, and to have alter, altered alternative sorry that was throwing up in my mouth a little bit uh alternative uh ways to go about it like you know for like guys like you like that's freaking awesome you know 
What? Yeah. Dustin, sorry about that. What yeah, are no you? Problem. So let's say, let's talk about an idea because you've got a couple different, you know, motorsports venues that you guys do. And obviously, you guys have the off road guys, you got motocross guys, you're doing stuff in the SCCA world, uh, you're doing the drifting, you're, you're coming over into drag racing. So let's say that the you know, so-and-so comes up with an idea about a tool that they need made for them uh, or, you know, for their particular application or, or so forth. How far, you know, how far does Boxo's limitations, right? Every company has a ceiling They where they go, okay, that's outside our limitations. Where, do, where does Boxo fall in line in relationship to the, to the you know, the big, if you will, uh, box uh, toolbox companies it's funny you say that um because we've been working on specific uh, toolkits for utvs right now um those are we're having i believe our first shipment sh- is going to be here in the next three weeks um and those are those is, it, even since we've been just talking about them have been uh creating a lot of buzz and so with anything they, since they created such a buzz we've been we've seen that so we're starting to look into making more specific kits you know uh, a jeep kit we're actually working on a track day kit um so for guys that are going um you know to the racetrack for the day with whether it be an import car or a domestic race car or a drag car you know like we were even talking about drift cars um in the most for the most part tools can be pretty generalized you know um for those kits but as far as specific tools go, oh man, there there really is no ceiling for us. That's that's what really sets us apart. We feel from the other uh, companies as well is if there if you guys if there was a racer or a team or a person that had a tool idea, we we can manufacture it. We have um, engineers tool tool manufacturing engineers here in the states as well as over in Taiwan who are that's their job is to is to create new tools. So if it's a, if it's a, even down to some crazy stuff, you know, like a, just a, uh, a flywheel puller or a, uh, an injector puller or, um, you know, something of that nature, like for instance, uh, one of our companies we work with does, a um, you know, pitman arm poppers and, and ball joint poppers. Um, so yeah, that really, there is no ceiling for new tools and new product ideas and, um, yeah so that's good to know because i'll yeah. be i'll be sending you some stuff over later today because i'm about tired of cracking my fingers because <laughs> you, you, uh, you know these ls motors with these injectors that they've got on here with these denso clips right that you go on top of the injectors dude they are like a teetotal uh, if you got if you got fat fingers, you're screwed. Not that I'm calling my fingers fat, but you know, tight confined areas to be able to get these clips off. We gots to come up with a tool for that. We gots to. Don's got his. Uh, we gots to. We gots to. That's, that's his it. redneck coming that's, out. Uh, that's it. That's it. That is it. Well, Dustin, tell us a little bit about where you see where Boxo is trying to go in the next uh, next. Two to three years. I know you're over there. You guys are grinding away on your marketing strategy. Your social media game is really good. You guys are just creative with your content. Um, where where are you guys trying to go? Um, basically, you know, we're trying to 
grow ourselves nationally. Um, we'd like to see ourselves, you know, in dealers and with, um, you know, so that's another thing, you know, we're, we're definitely looking for uh, distributors and dealers, um, both. Um, and creating relationships like that uh, across the U.S. Um, so that's been a, that, that's been a you know something that we've been focused on for 2019, and and just and obviously that'll go on into the the years after. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, it's just trying to get and and we see getting into different avenues of motorsports is it kind of grows you into the spectators as well, not only the racers. Well, I I can totally go with that because you know I'm in to- total love with my service cart. Now, what's the what's the proper name for my boxo cart? I gotta make sure I got the name right. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we're calling them. Yeah, service carts. Uh, a lot of the dealerships are. A lot of the technicians these days are moving over to a little bit bigger size cart. Um, before, most techs would have you know a giant toolbox, and then a small little cart that they'd kind of put their tools they needed to go over to the car. Um, and now we've we've seen kind of a transition and people wanting a little bit bigger cart. So like a medium size, like right now we have, a, uh, the, like the one Don has is a 34-inch um, dual slide top, stainless top cart um, with three drawers with storage on, down below. And then we also have the same 34-inch but with the flip top and with a five drawer. Um, so... Yeah, those are those are extremely popular right now, and our price point on them is is awesome. I want to say the retail pricing on our the double stainless one is a thousand, and the uh, flip top is nine hundred. Um, and both of them have power strips in, uh, built in inside with US, uh, USB ports as well. You know, great for charging your laptops, your phones, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, those are really popular right now. And then again, we're we're our new way of shipping those is going to be you choose the the base color. So you're choosing the color of the, the cabinet. Uh, we have white and black. And then the white box has black drawers. The black box has gray drawers. And then we ship the handles uh, separate. So you would choose the handle color um, separate. And we've got, I believe, six colors. We've got red, blue, gold, orange, um, silver, so yeah, that's uh, the way we're doing. We're way we're trying to uh, capture these, you know, got garage guys, man caves. You know, you know, always if you've got a you've got a blue Corvette or a uh, yellow Mustang or whatever you have, it's nice to be able to kind of match your box to um, to whatever your race car is. Absolutely, that's that's a good cool. uh, good play there. You know, or your play car or, you know, what, however have you, you know, have your garage themed. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, we've gotten a lot of, uh, positive feedback from the, um, uh, having the option of the drawer color, the pull, the handles. Nice. Well, I have a question for you. I'm going to transition a little bit here. Um, so we get a lot of questions, Don and I get asked all the time, like, you know, how do I send something to a marketing professional or what, you know, what, what are your biggest pet peeves when it comes to being a sales marketer that uh, people try to do to like get your attention or like, Hey, Hey bro, sponsor me. Like just send me a toolbox. 
Oh, we get, <laughs> we know, you know, we get that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that, you know, some of the younger guys, they think that's how it works. Uh, maybe they don't have, you know, the knowledge of, of, of how things work that way. Um, but yeah, there's definitely people that just straight ask. And then there's people who, um, you know, more, you know, like when we met Don, uh, we met him at PRI and he saw what we were doing. I think he saw the cart that we actually got him. Um, we had it on display there. It was only a prototype at that time. And it was, sick. you know, he, yeah, he came, he, he came with enthusiasm for it. You know, I didn't, we didn't know Don and we didn't even know that I had seen his car there, the, the, his, uh, dragster. Um, and when he had said, oh yeah, that, you know, the car over there, that dragster in the, in, in the, um, I think it was the aisle way that led over to the trailers and RVs, correct? Yes, yeah, the, the NGK Camaro, and then you had seen the Meyer, Meyer Dragster as well. Yes, yes, and um, so it was, it was uh, and, and Don came to us with, you know, he, did, he came to us with ideas, you know, I think that's something that, that some people forget, you know, when they're asking for, a, for, um, for product or, or sponsorship or, you know. They forget dis- about the discount. what's in it for me. Correct. You know, it has to be a two-way street. Um, you know, we got to have, it's got to be uh, beneficial for both sides. Um, so I, I think that's something that that people need to, that's just what, you know, from my experience, people need to to come with when, you, when you're going to ask, when you're going to ask a, a company to help you out is just to make sure that you're, you're letting them know how you're going to help them out. So... Right, instead of just putting a sticker on the side of the car and say, hey, I absolutely, got thousands absolutely. of dollars worth of stuff, and I just put a sticker on the car, and the, my dad, my mom, and my cousin are going to see it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we'll get a lot of um, a lot of these ra- kind of racers that are, in a, that are racing something that's just uh, very, um, you know, there's no reach in it. And, and we still want to, ha- yeah, grassroots type stuff. And we still want to help out. Um, you know, obviously we can't do any, there's no way we can just, you know, do a full sponsorship or give product to, to stuff like that. But we definitely want to work with guys like that and we, and we get them discount, you know, um, because we, we do want to support the grassroots guys and the, the, um, so, you know, weekend warriors, so to speak, you know, the guy that works, um, a construction job or whatever he works nine to five. And then on the weekends, he's got you know, a legends car or, uh, you know, whatever it may be. No, that's cool. Absolutely. That's well, there you go, guys. Just, uh, keep that in mind for all you listeners out there. It's all about return on investment. Correct. Correct. Well, you have to, you know, and thank you for your words, Dustin. I, you know, I don't know that my brain ever shuts off about ideas or or something like that cam cam knows he'll just send me a company or and i'll just be like blah 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 blah. it'll just completely make my you know squirrel um uh you know so uh i i appreciate that and and i hope our listeners do as well to hear what companies you know the decision makers because we can sit on the other end of their speakers or their earbuds on a weekly basis and tell and just you know continue like a scratch record and it's like it'll continue to fall on deaf ears that they're just not getting it because so-and-so said, oh, no, that's not the way you go about doing it. But there's a million ways to do it, but there's probably only a hand, handful of ways to do it right. And so uh, we, we appreciate your, uh, your input there. Hopefully that'll impact people 
but I know uh, we're going to wrap this up here. So, you know, I hate to put you on the spot, Dustin. I mean, we brought you on the show, Racers and Rental Cars. You know, we talk business. We bring people in. Um, and, man, it's the weekend. You know, people are listening. They're probably in their shops or at the racetrack right now. Maybe they're on the way to the racetrack. And they need to know where to go to get some Boxo tools. And, man, I don't want to put you on the spot, but we're going to need a discount code there, there Dustin. We, we, need, we need something for our, for our racers and rental cars listeners, our loyal listeners that are out there. Absolutely. We can, we can set something like that up. Um, our, our website is boxousa.com. Um, and everything uh, that, is, is, that we have is on that site. Um, we're just growing this, we're growing the site right now and all the product lineup by about two thirds. Um, so all those new carts, uh, a lot of new tools, um, a lot of new things coming in, uh, and being added to, to that website. Um, but again, that's boxousa.com and our, uh, funny thing is our Instagram is actually boxousa direct. Uh, when we went to go get the the page name box of usa for our instagram for some weird reason it had already been taken um some boxer so, out there has uh yeah has it. the same thing <laughs> that happened that happened with us at race pack like ours is race pack data because race pack was already taken by some jogging company <laughs> yeah so uh yeah we're box of usa direct on instagram and uh box of uh, usa on facebook um yeah, yeah. check it out guys i'm actually on the site right now and it's uh they got a lot of cool stuff on here and you know this isn't the first time i've been here but um it's easy to navigate and what's cool is they have a lot of cool kits on here that shows you you know you can get not only the box but the foam the the tools in the foam ready to rock and roll so um for all of you guys in the shopping uh into into shopping better get on boxousa.com and buy some tools well, yeah, I, that's awesome. I mean, it is coming up on Father's Day, right? Yes, I, mean, I am. A, I am a father now. So, where well, are you at, Don? No, I'm. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying that. Um, you know, we should totally be able to uh, to have some like wives or girlfriends or moms or whatever the case may be to be out there. So, uh, let's do. Let's do uh, let's do this discount code for for this week. Let's do Boxo Don ten. So anybody that goes out there and goes on the Boxo USA website, they throw down throw down Boxo Don ten in the in the promo code. They're they're gonna get they're gonna get a discount off of their purchase. What do you think, Dustin? We good with that? CEO don't be upset. Oh no, absolutely. That's that's awesome. We we we'd love to give. Uh the racers and rental cars a uh, a discount code um and you know for on, on our side now i get to question you guys Wh- what is a racer in a rental car does that mean if you don't if you don't own your car it's a rental car <laughs> this is a this is a multi multi-faceted answer here so yes being a racer i've driven for a ton of different people i don't own the majority of the cars that i drive so that's partially okay. partially where it came from but the i kind of thought that <laughs> the real the real answer is we spend a crap load of time in rental cars and we do a lot of racing 
racing and donuts <laughs> and hooking up the windshield wipers or squirt your buddies in the pits, you know, things like that. And we want to know about those exploits, which leads me to my final question. I know you travel a lot, I'm sure, to trade shows and things like that. Um, what is your favorite rental car exploit or burnout session that you've had in a rental car? Oh, man. Well, I have a good one. My uh, The wife had a uh, Cadillac that was in the shop all the time. I mean, it was in the shop probably about every every month. And <laughs> we were working on a, uh, pretty much on a lemon case. They ended up buying it back. And But we one of the times we go in, and they would give me a loaner car every time. And they had their own Enterprise at the dealership. And I'm sitting there get the getting the rental for the hundredth time, and I see a yellow Camaro sitting out in the in his lot, and I say, "Is that you know yellow Camaro? Is that a rental?" And he looks at me and he says, "Yeah, sure, if you want it." I said, "Yeah, sure." So I figured it, I saw that it was a convertible, so I figured it was just a V6. So we walk start walking out to it to go do the walk around, and sure enough, I see the SS badging on the grill, and I about just I I didn't want to I didn't want to act excited. <laughs> man i was excited uh so that's let's just say that yeah definitely the car went back with with bald rear tires and and i was scraping the rubber off the uh back bumper when i was returning it boy, been there and I, I thought and i totally thought the whole time as i'm taking it back i go they're gonna they're gonna check the back tires right when i pull in and they're <laughs> gonna charge me for these back tires like i totally was thinking I'm I'm gonna this is gonna cost me six eight hundred dollars in rear tires on this stupid car. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But luckily, luckily it didn't. And uh, yeah, you know the funny thing you say that is we just got back from LS Fest uh, over the weekend, and that was an awesome event, by the way. And um, glad I to hear that. that. Shout out to uh, our parent company, Holly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and they they put on a good show, and I thought that whole time when I got there, I'm like, man, I, this was this is the time where I needed a rental SS. I would have entered, I would have re- entered it into every competition, <laughs> time trials, burnout, <laughs> drifting, whatever it was. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, it would have been a good entry. Get the up, get the upgrade, get the upgrade. No, oh, you no. get the insurance. Get the insurance. <laughs> I was just gonna say, get the insurance. Yeah, for sure. Full coverage. You uh, learn nothing from this show. You will learn. You get the insurance. Oh my yes. God! Here we go. All right. All right. What, well, what? at least at least I know the name of what what you guys are doing, and now I know the name of the, what where the name of the show came from. Yeah, yeah man, you gotta have fun. It's, it was kind of like the I. I modeled it off the carpool karaoke or skaters and cars kind of thing, and then it just evolved <laughs> into racers and rental cars. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure any racer that gets in a rental car, including myself, any gearhead, <laughs> doing something wrong, doing something wrong. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, all right. Well, Dustin, dude, thank Not, you very it much. It was nice talking to you guys, man. Thank yep. you for taking Thanks time for out on. of your taking time out of your busy schedule, uh, and of course, thank you very much for everything that you're doing for me my family our company over here to be a part of our program and uh we look forward to having boxo back on racers and rental cars in the future and uh, high five you guys out there greatly appreciate it awesome we appreciate what you guys are doing too all right dustin we'll take take care man we'll talk to you soon see ya bye well there you have it cam uh yeah, it's always nice to have another, you know, director or someone in the decision making process from other companies that are outside of the automotive 
aftermarket come on and tell everybody hey this is what we're looking for this is what registers on our radar and uh to hear that that's always uh always a good thing for our listeners well that's what's cool i mean he he reiterated the fact that it's not just about a sticker on the car it's like you know what's in it for the company these companies aren't throwing products and money out just for their health so you have to give them a reason to want to help you Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, dude, uh, we got to get all, we got to get all the admin stuff out of here, right? Let, you know, we're all about self-promotion. Father's Day's coming up. I, I I am sitting here even though I am wearing a hoodie today. Look at this baby. That's right. Get you some of that Racers and Rental Cars t-shirt. You got to have one. Go to the Andre, store. You just flashed me. Oh, I didn't flash you. That'll make you throw up. Dude, it's literally right in my throat right now, so we should probably end this episode so I can go puke. Oh, my God. Well, hey, everyone, thank you very much for those of you that are buying our apparel. Uh, I know Mother's Day was a hit. Hopefully, uh, you guys will go out there, moms, reciprocate, girlfriends, wives, whatever the case may be, significant others. Grab in there. Get get a Racers and Rental Cars t-shirt on the website, racersandrentalcars.com. And I am trying to think if there's anything else. I ain't got nothing, Cam. Take us out of here. That's it. We just wanted to uh, thank Voice America, Race Pack Data Systems, and Streetway Marketing for letting us do this podcast, and all of you wonderful listeners out there. And I'm going to go throw up now. See ya. Goodbye. Let's put it up for the weekend. Whoa, yeah.